welcome to the Soar Community Network podcast with your host, Malie Ponpadit. Here, inside our community, we help each other see, own, articulate, and release our unique message and mission into the world. Uncover your gifts and talents, release your passions, own your purpose, and let's soar together. Hello. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the SOAR Community Podcast. We really appreciate your patronage and love that you come and take a a listen to all of our episodes. We here share all these amazing community leaders, advocates, inspiring visionaries who are doing some really good things and exciting things in the world. And today we have my dear friend Monica Fortune with us, who is an author, who is an entrepreneur, a loving wife a beautiful mom, and she is so excited about her new adventure. Uh, She's launched a brand new children's book, and I'm going to have her share all the exciting things around the book as well as the mission behind the book and what really inspired her to do something quite powerful for families all over the world. That's the dream, that's the goal, and I know it's going to happen because she is a beautiful spirit and uh, really, really in touch with who she is spiritually um, as well as who she is as a woman in life and of faith. Thank you so much for joining us, Monica. Thank you so much for having me, Molly. So tell me, before we go into uh, the, you know, the backstory of how the inspiration of this book came to be, um, you know, the whole process of book writing for you, it's your first book. Uh, what, what can you share with us as, an, as a new author? Uh, how does it feel to have that book in your hand now that it's published? Mali, it is absolutely amazing. It's definitely been a work in process, but um, having the book in hand and seeing it um, come to life is has truly been a joy for me and all those who have come in contact with it. So tell me about the book itself. What's the book called? And what was the inspiration behind writing this book, and particularly this children's book? Yes, Molly. This book was actually inspired by my son, Zachary, who at the time was about four years old. The name of the book is called Whose Birthday Is It? And he really wanted to understand um, what Christmas was all about. We had shared with him that Christmas is Jesus's birthday. And as a young child, birthdays mean certain things. And we as a family, though, Though we said it was Jesus's birthday at the time, we did not nece- we did not necessarily celebrate Jesus's birthday on that uh, Christmas day. So he helped us to become not just sayers but doers of what we said because he asked um, a question. Well, if it's Jesus's birthday, why aren't we celebrating Jesus? Where's his gifts? And that's how the story came about. I wrote down some of the things that he said and created a story behind it. And over 10 years later, the story has been um, put into book form and is out for everyone to, to witness how we celebrate Christmas now. How did your family feel uh, when they actually saw 
the draft of the book as compared to when they physically saw it in their hands. I know that you recently celebrated your birthday and you were able to have such a great experience um, really launching the book and showing the book to your family and friends. What was that like for them? What were some of the feedback in terms of your closest network of people? Uh, How do they feel about this experience and the book for you? They were extremely happy. They were encouraged. I had many people come up to me and just say how proud they were uh, of this accomplishment and just getting it to its final stage. There were people that said um, they were encouraged that because they had written stories and now they want to make sure that they come and finish the uh, projects that God has put on their hearts. So it's been amazing the love that I've received you know, as a result of you know this book and just the encouragement to keep moving forward in my purpose. So it's just been an amazing experience thus far. What do you think um, children will get out of this book? And, and you know, I do want to preface this by saying we know that the premise of this book is truly uh, Christian-based. And at the same time, I know that your heart is so open and uh, beautiful in the sense that I've spent some time with you and I know that you have just love for life and communities and people around you. What about families and children who are not necessarily Christians? Could they see and benefit and have value from this book? Absolutely. I think that this book, um, like I said earlier, it helps you practicalize your faith, not just be sayers, but actually doers. And it brings your faith to life. Uh, This book is what I call a dimensional book. It creates dialogue between you and the audience, the reader and the audience. And so you can ask questions. And in this book, it points back to God's word as to what God's word says about um, those questions. There's a journal in the back of the book where the kids and or parent or classroom teacher, whomever uh, is reading the book, could write down their notes. And there's also reflective points uh, in the back, a narrative reflective sheet where they can actually write down the answers to their questions as well. So I think the book is definitely going to be beneficial to those that uh, read it and come in contact with it because it creates a general dialogue. And it definitely helps the those that are reading it Think about things a little differently and how do we actual, actually bring our faith to life? What are we doing? Not just what are we saying, but what are we doing? What is your ultimate hope for this book? If you, if, if you can you know, close your eyes and share with us, where would you like to see this book go? And from there, where would you like to see your publishing company, Fortune 5 Ministries, go? Wow. Malie, I, um, based on the response that I have gotten so far, I, my vision has grown and I can see this book all over uh, the world and touching lives of people all over the world. And I've gotten some response, you know, even uh, now, but in the future, I definitely imagine this book reaching many ends of the earth to carry forth um, God's word. And I believe that it's God's word that 
changes people in in their lives and how we um, think and the things that we do. And it creates, helps us to create dialogue. And the ultimate goal for me is that this book would just be a tool that would draw people closer to Christ, ultimately. Well, that's beautiful. And I really appreciate that you have so much conviction and passion. It's always been your intention, at least from my understanding, that this was truly a mission-based project. It's your legacy. It's a part of what you believe in. And here at the SOAR Community Network, regardless of uh, cultural, ethnic backgrounds, religious belief systems, what have you, we really, really want to inspire people that they are truly miracles. They have so many special gifts and messages and that can really um, change the world. So I commend you and I thank you for choosing to walk in your faith and sharing it and spreading it because that passion, that love, if it's beautiful and positive and filled with love, um, it is going to manifest itself in many beautiful and brilliant ways and impact so many lives. So that's really, really important to to make note of. Um, The one thing that I did want to ask you is, when you talk about being practical in your faith, uh, let's talk about Christmas itself. So what have, and I don't want to give the book away too much, but what may be some of the things that you practice in your family in terms of that Christmas time, relating it back to the theme of the book, um, that really have defined itself and maybe evolved since that first conversation or the first moment when your your son asked you that question, you know, how come we're celebrating Christmas, but we're not really celebrating the birthday of Jesus? Uh, share some of the things that you do as a family now at Christmas time. Yes, well, we've been practicing um, this way for over 10 years. And again, it it is a result of the the faith of a, a little child, my son, at, at the age of four, he basically wanted to know again, why are we celebrating? Why why am I getting all these gifts? Mm-hmm. It's Jesus's birthday. He should be getting gifts, and it was a very sweet time because he had mentioned. Uh, my daughter had mentioned to him. This is a funny story. They saw Santa Claus on a train ride, and she asked him, what did you ask Santa Claus for? And he said, I didn't ask Santa Claus for anything. It's Jesus' birthday. We should be getting Jesus gifts. And I asked him, I said, well, what kind of gifts would you give Jesus? And he said, well, he wouldn't want toys or things like that, but he would want love, joy, and peace. And so I said, wow. I said, well, how would you do that? And he said, I don't know. We could just put it under the tree. And literally that year at Christmas, he took around little gift tags and he gave it to all of our family and friends because we host Christmas at our house and asked them to write down a gift to Jesus. And Emily, this was a very powerful um, time because people wrote down things like, um, I give my life you know, to Jesus. I give my time. I give my health. And so we read them out as a family and it became more of a commitment to Christ on his birthday. But in addition to that, we not only gave gifts from our heart, uh, the kids, you know, as a celebration, they bake a birthday cake for Jesus. We sing happy birthday. And it's a celebratory time for them where we actually honor the guest of honor, which is Christ himself. So it's festive, it's fun. We still celebrate, you know, with gift giving and things like that, but we just want to make sure that um, from that time, when my son said that from then on, we've actually 
been intentional about celebrating Jesus on on that day, on Christmas Day. Now, how old was your son when he had all this coming out of his mind and heart? My goodness. Wow, yeah. He was, at the time, four. His birthday is in January, so he was soon to be five years old. And that's what was so profound to me because in he was listening to what we said. Uh, it's Jesus's birthday. So in his mind, okay, why aren't we celebrating Jesus? And we grew up in a very traditional um you know, home, both my husband and I, and we celebrated Christmas like most people. We got up anxiously on Christmas morning and we wanted to see our gifts and we celebrated with family and friends. And, you know, we growing up may have, I'm sure we prayed over the the meal and everything, but I don't ever remember us, at least in my family, really focusing on Christ that day. It was a day where it was about, you know, what was the greatest toy and what was the newest, um, you know, thing out. And, you know, we got excited about that. So we were just amazed at what this little boy was saying. And it's interesting, Mali, because my Christian walk or our Christian walk, my husband and I, it really started with our kids. So we didn't grow up in church. So we actually learn the Bible stories as we were teaching our children. So our faith walk has been with our children. So for our four-year-old son at the time to share this, you know, with us, you know, it was mind-blowing because we were sharing um, with him and he was clearly getting it. We may not have gotten it, but he, he actually got it. Um, so that was really profound. So that's why I say he not only made us sayers, but doers. And it, he actually helped us to to practicalize our faith and put our faith into action. And that was very eye-opening for us as a family, as a whole, not just my immediately, immediate family, but my entire family, my in-laws, um, my family. You know, we're usually all together and we all practice that way. We've been practicing you know, that way ever since, you know, Christmas, where we actually celebrate Christ on that day. Wow. That is really, really cool. I just love hearing stuff like this. You know, it's just uh, very inspiring because there's so much that that's to be said about family and quality and having opportunities where we can have such dialogue, right? Because our children um, will get information from everywhere, Right, they'll get it from television. Right. They'll get it from their uh, smartphones or iPads or whatever technology is out there these days. Uh, they'll get it at school, um, and it's really important that parents also come together and and make sure that from a core values perspective, you know, children are asking those questions and the dialogue at home is open, because that's really where they get the most love and support or. If, in fact, seek it there. So it's really neat to see that your family makes it intentional and it's a part of your everyday life and you truly practice it. Now, how are your children uh, helping you with uh, with this book process? H- how are they doing now that the book is in your hands? Are they excited for you? Are they kind of oblivious to it? Like, do they know that this is really an inspiration that was born out of out of your children? 
Yeah, I think they know um, that it's an inspiration. Um, and it's funny because my youngest one, she's already said, Mom, when are you going to write a book that's been inspired by me? So <laughs> <laughs> she, she's ready for the next one to come out. But um, they have been a tremendous help in the process. They have been with me through the process and seeing the draft copies and helping me with the editing and and things like that. So they have been absolutely invaluable. And just to give me feedback, you know, from the book. And so they've gone through the process with me now that it's in hand, you know, they're really excited. And I think this is great for them to see something come to fruition and be completed and also know that whatever they set their minds to do, they can do it as well. This is a reality. This is not just a dream. So I think it speaks to them in that way as well. Well, I know that you're really proud of this book and you've had some amazing um, opportunities and experiences uh, throughout the book writing process. But I'd also like to share with our listeners some of the challenges uh, that came also <coughs> with the process of, of writing a book and publishing a book. Uh, you know, from a, a tips perspective, what would you share with our listeners who are interested in writing a ch- children's book and, and don't know what it takes? Malie, first and foremost, I would say faith. It was a true faith walk because for so long, I I shared with you, we've been practicing this, the way that we celebrate for over 10 years, but it's just been the last two years that I actually took that leap of faith to put this book into action, to put my faith into action. So faith would be first and foremost, whatever God has put on your heart to do, step out in faith and trust him to do it because that's what I did. And it's been an amazing journey. It hasn't been a journey where everything has gone smoothly. There have been hiccups along the way, but I kept moving forward. Some days I was crawling. Some days I was scooting. Some I was skipping and maybe even sprinting. But the key was just to continue to move forward and, excuse me, to have encouragers in your life to keep pushing you forward. And for me, um, that's been a blessing, you know, to, to be able to keep moving forward despite the obstacles. Some of the obstacles that I, I came in contact with was this book is self-published and I did a lot of work online, you know, via Elance and getting, um, artists from all over the world and different things happen. Um, and I lost my first artist and I thought, okay, Lord, you know, what are you saying? Am I, should I be doing this? But continuing to move forward in faith, he, I was able to find another artist that not only could pick up the pieces, but enhance what my first artist did. And that was truly amazing uh, to me because the first artist that I had, I totally fell in love with. And, but God shared that this is his project. And, you know, what he, the work that he begins in you, he will complete it. And that's what his word says. So I had to trust in that and have faith that even through the obstacles, this would get done. And I am so happy to say, I'm so pleased with the outcome and the 
this final book. And he has truly exceeded my expectations in this process. But it's been a journey. I wouldn't trade it for the world. (laughs) Well, we also know that you've had a lot of interest with uh, bookstores and opportunities to have discussions and signings. Uh, Were you surprised by all of this? uh, Or did you intentionally plan for all of this to kind of unfold after the book was published? No, I did not plan for all this. I, Malie, quite honestly, um, my vision was finite in the sense that I wanted, I started this project and I wanted it to be completed. And if it was on the bookshelf in my house for my grandkids, I thought that was a great accomplishment. However, everyone that I've shared this book with have been they've been so responsive and they absolutely love it. I literally, before I even started the marketing process, I got the final book back and I started going out to different bookstores to share the book. And every bookstore that I called in advance, their response was, we don't do you know many uh, book signings. We're very selective of the types of books that we you know want to house, and most bookstores don't just house self-published authors. But every bookstore, by the grace of God, every bookstore that I went to, not only signed me up for a book signing, but actually took books to house and to sell on consignment. So it has been an amazing blessing for me just to to see the reception of this book. And that just lets me know that this is God's work and his work will go forward. And I'm just a vessel that he's using in this process. So I'm so thankful that he chose me to be a part of this project, to create this project, to put this in me and to carry it out to completion. Right now, the book is in four different uh, bookstores and I have several different uh, book signings set up. My book launch is coming up in November on the 21st. And then I have several other book signings coming up in December. So I'm extremely excited and just can't wait for all these events to unfold. Well, we can't fail to mention that although they are uh, the books are in four <coughs> local bookstores, they are also available everywhere, pretty much online, right? But they can yes. go on your website and purchase the book, and I know that uh, they can also find it on Amazon. And Correct. it's just a matter of of googling your name and putting the title of the book, whose birthday is it? It's very interesting how the world of publishing has changed. Um, and one of the things that I recently spoke with another another author, and there is such an amazing opportunity now for anybody who has something powerful to share to publish their own books. And yet, at the same time, it's so important that the quality is there because when you have such quality as well as passion and accessibility, that's when the power and the impact really takes hold. And I will say this, your book is visually stunning. 
It's just visually stunning. And the quality of the artwork is, uh, you know, I think regardless of any religious background, you see the, the, the cover of the book and you flip through it and see the images and the visuals. It's just powerful. And it's a, it's a, a attraction factor that I know will allow people to pick it up and uh, have a look at it so uh, kudos to the artists and you know like you said there were some challenges of having uh, several artists but regardless it's a beautiful beautiful um, book thank you so much thank you so much it it absolutely is it's definitely a draw to the eye and uh, people just want to pick it up and flip the pages and you know children adults alike I've, I've gotten that type of response it's been great so who would you like to attract with this book? I know that you're looking for local bookstores. Uh, I also know that you um, are, are looking at other churches as well. You know, Can you talk a, a little bit about that in terms of reach? What kinds of organizations, uh, individuals, groups would you like to, to connect with? Yeah, it's um, definitely... Uh, I, I want to reach everyone, but right now focus is on different, you know, churches, uh, Christian schools, homeschool groups. Um, I'd like to talk to radio stations to get it out, not only to the Christian audience, but to, you know, the, the secular, um, audiences as well, because I think this book is going to be beneficial to anyone who comes in contact with it. That's great. Well, let us know then. This is the most important piece. Let us know how people can reach out to you, um, ask you questions about the book, whether it's the journey of writing a book or more about the mission of the book, as well as where they can purchase it. I know we mentioned it, but I really want you to share if there's a specific link that you want to share or website name, domain name. Absolutely. You can find the book at fortune5ministries.com. That's my website. You can go and you can purchase the book there. You can um, keep in contact with me at info at fortune5ministries.com. You can follow me on Facebook at fortune5ministries, as well as Twitter, and that's fortune 5 men m i n That's so great. Well, yeah. I think that there won't have any nobody will have any problems finding you because it's pretty uh pretty uh interesting if you if you just google it you'll be able to pop up and that's really neat. That's the that's the one thing about being online and being available everywhere. You are going to be found. That I don't know if that's good or bad, but in this case I think it's pretty powerful. It's, yeah, this will be great. <laughs> And you can, like you said earlier, you can just Google whose birthday is it. The book comes up on Amazon as as well. Great. Well, thank you so much for honoring us with your time. And again, I just really, really appreciate your passion. And this truly is legacy for you. It's legacy driven. And we really appreciate that. You're sharing your heart with us, your spirit and your belief and your faith so that people really understand the power of belief and how it can manifest itself in brilliant, beautiful ways. We really appreciate you for being on our podcast today, and we know that you've inspired a lot of people to finish their projects, maybe publish their books, or invite them to um, pick up a copy of the book and have these amazing dialogue with their children and families all over. So thank you so much, Monica. 
Thank you so much, Mali, for having me. It's been great. Wonderful. Well, thank you again, everyone, for tuning in to another episode of the SOAR Community Podcast, and we will talk to you very soon. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of SOAR Podcast. Join us by visiting soarcommunitynetwork.com.